When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Thanks for going to Apple Podcast and Spotify, searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We had a big day yesterday. I guess that was the uh, Michael Orr and the uh, Sean Leanne Tui heavyweight fight that we now have. Um, the, uh, the blind side breakup. Ooh, that's a good one. How about that? Nice alliteration there. What about that could may have to pin that over the weekend and get that to Netflix by next month. Trademark. Trademark it soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. Good call. All right. Uh the show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Let's go with the bone in filet, seared medium rare, throw a little Pittsburgh in there. Ooh. Bacon wrap shrimp and uh Pair it with a Tito's Vodka Martini Straight Up Blue Cheese Olives, KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Uh, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app in the Zone1059.com. We'll be at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge August th- 30th. August 30th. Yeah. So, um, celebrating five years. How about that? Mississippi wow. Sportsbooks. Did that happen? I was glad that we monitored that. All the way through the Supreme Court. It's been good to us. Great partner, Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, only an hour away from where I'm sitting. I mean, leather chairs, full bar, food, um, oh, 30 to 40 TVs, award-winning golf course, you know, a football field away, and Philip M's just around the corner. The Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. And we will be there August 30th, and then we'll be there several several times throughout uh, football season. Football season powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Uh, did anybody come up with a parlay that I need to get into? So I saw that somebody said had a nine-game basketball parlay on a random Saturday for $5. Did not retire because they only won 300 Wow. But hey, five to win 300. Wow. Profit margins are insane. That is crazy, crazy. But I've seen people put like, you know, 25 down on like an eight team with like four underdogs in there and you'll pull out six grand. Something crazy. Yeah. Dude, I look, Chris Hopwood, the Hoppy Hopster. He's the director of the sports book for the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. The stories that he shares as far as bets, 
But I've I've been there when I was there the first day five years ago when the guy tried to bet ten thousand on the Saints winning the Super Bowl. I mean, dude, dude. I mean, I'm just letting you know when people are locked in, they're locked in. Uh it's a fun place. Hey, the uh and this they have this beer on property. The Stella. Stella Stella Artois caller line six oh one seven zero seven thirty seven fifty. Twitter handle at Bow Bounds. Twitter at Bow Bounds. And your Ag Up Equipment John Deere Tractor text line is 601-885-3776. We would like for you to weigh in on the biggest bet that you have placed or Noah being placed, maybe a buddy placed, maybe you were in Vegas. Maybe you have a rich friend who's done very, very well. Um, Let us know. We want to hang out with him. I mean, if he's got, like, stuff that's cool. And he's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, or a trust fund baby. Whatever. Just <laughs> let us know of, of, of a big bet, a fun bet, as we go into college football and the NFL. By the way, the Cowboys and the Giants play week one. What do, you, do you agree with Mike McCarthy not playing Dak at all? I mean, I understand Dak's played a long time. Yeah. But there is a different play caller. Right. Oh, yeah. Kellen Moore has been the play caller the last couple of years. Okay. So Dak's gone through Jason Garrett, Scott Linehan, who good gravy. Um, and I mean, he, he, you know, drugged that team to the playoffs. That's like Cleveland Browns five years ago going in the playoffs. So that was Herculean. Um, uh, it's like Bum Phillips days at the Saints. But uh, maybe a few reps? No. I mean, you saw that quote from C.D. Lamb, I think it was at least a week ago, maybe two, where C.D. was like, beforehand, you know, Dak was getting play calls, and then he was calling audibles if if he didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But now it's coming all through Dak. So when he's the primary play caller on the field, do you think that he needs to be on the field to work out that muscle? Or do you think you can also work that muscle out from the sidelines saying, well, I see this coverage, I would call this, or something like that. What do you think as a play calling quarterback? Well, I'm the play caller on this show. Okay. So I think <laughs> that I think he's okay. Now, the first thing that people what what is the first thing that Twitter fans will say if they lose to the Giants? He should have gotten six to eight reps. McCarthy's fault. <laughs> yeah. In, in the preseason. Um I wonder what the Giants are. You know, Dak and the Cowboys, Mike Dettelier does not think they're a top-four team in the NFC. He likes the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and that group number one. He had the Seahawks number two? I've he got had my the 40, He had the 49ers number two. Oh, and then the Seahawks. And then the Seahawks. And then the Lions. The Detroit number four. Yeah, and Dan Campbell, the Fighting kneecap biters. The kneecap biter. And then he had the Saints and the Cowboys tied for fifth. 5A and 5B. Who's 5A? I don't know. I probably should have thought that's my fault. That's not a good play caller, <laughs> sports talk radio host move. I should have put him on the spot and said, but which one? Uh, and maybe he has the Saints there, Jason, because maybe they're not quite. And again, this is the NFL. We're talking about a whisker. Right, right. And all the most of these teams. But... I think maybe he has the Saints there also because of their schedule. Mm, I think true. the Cowboys probably, you know, are not probably. The Cowboys are 
slightly more talented. Yeah. Now, they don't have a general manager. The Saints do. His name's Mickey Loomis, and he's amazing. And he's probably going to the Hall of Fame later, not this year. Right, right. He, he's still he's still grinding, trying to find one more path back to an NFC championship game. And what happens when you go to one of the two championship games? It means you're right there within what? A fingernail of the big, big game, which will be in Las Vegas this year, which will be Jeez, I insanity. I cannot imagine. Oh, my gosh. It's got to be one step down from New Orleans, right? Call an escort service for all the right reasons to set up shop on the top of four seasons. I just dropped a little kid rock for you there. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I didn't even know where that came. I mean, that's that was... That's when you've got versatility. Yeah, that, that's, that's fourth quarter, <laughs> calling an audible and dropping a dime on you outside the red zone. See, this is a, these are your preseason reps right here. Right. This is before the season starts. You're getting, you're working out that muscle. Woo! I don't even know where that was from, but uh, I feel good about it. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the amazing breakfast sandwiches at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. They're open for lunch, too. Uh, fresh meats, uh, smoked every day. Um, mm, good, good food. And uh, blue plates and the like. But those breakfast sandwiches, um, order a bunch of them for your school. Load up. You know? Uh, elementary school, thank your teachers. I don't know if you got to, you know, buy a bunch of them for a 7th grade, 8th grade, 11th grade class. Go ahead and get 30, 40, 50 of them. I mean, not the morning of. You're going to need to call. But, uh, Man, breakfast sandwiches, Fleetway Market, the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Yes, sir. I'm a little hungry. Ooh. You, you did your one? chicken pot pie last night. I just did a <laughs> I did about <laughs> six ounces of Wagyu sirloin. Ooh. And I did a piece of a uh, very thin piece of uh French bread in the oven. Wow. Yeah. Wendy had done a Caesar. I, I did eat a little bit of a Caesar, but I, I gotta I gotta go lighter. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Tom Luganville at 8:30. Man, we got football and hunting season. It is right here. Some guys losing their minds. Well, men and women. It's a good thing, right? Well, I started, I, you know, I think we had about uh, female listenership was right around, eh, give or take, 4%. Today is 25. Love it. All you have to do is walk in the uh, stadiums at Vault-Hemingway, Davis Wade, or the Caesar Superdome, and see that women love football, too. Oh, yeah. And I think they've got buying power, which is a good thing for sports talk radio and sports marketing. Hey, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Armory, Central Mississippi's number one source for top of the line, best in class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors. Driven by the Armory on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, right in front of Kroger. Lake Harbor, Ridgeland, right in front of Kroger, the Armory across from Gateway Tire. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, we've got Tom Luganbill coming up next. Luganbill Mania coming up next. 
and he will join us. Looking forward to that. Uh, how many teams can actually win the national championship this year? Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, LSU. Hmm. What if Southern Cal has a much? They haven't got enough juice to go all the way. But 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 we need some West Coast, you know, juice and love. Hasn't happened since I've been on this show since right when I started. Yeah, I started October 1, 2003 on about a 1 to 2 to 3,000 a.m. station. And Southern Cal was rolling. Now, they were they took advantage. Bartu tells us all the time. What were they back then? The Pac-8 or the Pac-10? I don't know. Um, but the conference was garbage. And, um, garbage. You know, Cal. Cal and Aaron Rodgers were the best, I'm sorry, the second best program in the, uh, now Oregon was just about to get rolling, right? But Cal Berkeley, for goodness sakes, this is how dysfunctional that conference was, was the second best program. Now, Jeff Tedford, not a lot of people know this name, but Jeff Tedford can flat out coach football. Anyway, um, that's where Marshawn came out of. Aaron Rodman, they, they went on a roll, guys. They really did. And they don't care about football. I mean, you can be on their stadium on Saturday and walk around and ask students what's going on. They won't even know a football game's going on. But there was a little window there back in 03 when Southern Cal was rolling and Snoop Dogg and the Fonz and all those people were on the sideline and Carson Palmer and Matt Leinart and you know, Reggie Bush and Lindell and all those great defensive players. But there was that window. They haven't been good since. They haven't been relevant. Now, Oregon was good, okay? Oregon had a little buzz. The jerseys, kids got into that. So it, if your kids get into it, the dad will will plop down on the couch and chair and because and, and, most of our listeners don't watch any of this. Yeah. But <laughs> so then they went to, what, two national championship games? They lost to Cam in the final minute and a half. And Michael Dyer in Auburn. Yeah, Ohio State beat, uh, blew him out, right? I think so, under uh, Helfrich. But that was Chip Kelly and Cam, you know, going head-to-head. So my, my point in all that, Jason, is if Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley and the Southern Cal Trojans can get going, they don't have enough to win it, but they may have enough to for us to at least pay attention to them this year. Yeah. Caleb Williams, big time talent. Lincoln Riley's kind of a, you know, he's the young, hot name, was lucky to take over after Bob Stoops at Oklahoma. The table was set for him. We'll see if he's really that good going forward. You know, it was not a bad, that was about as good of an opportunity and a situation to walk into because that was a healthy program that was winning. Much like Kirby Smart walking into Georgia even though he had to go eight and five the first year to figure it out and go get another, you know, group of players. But sometimes you walk in and you're like, Ooh, this is good. Less miles walking into replacing Nick Saban. Does it get any better than that in college football? It does not. Um, urban Meyer walking in after trestle. I know there was a year that fickle took over, but dude, I know Jim trestle was boring, 
You're talking about somebody who can flat out coach the fundamentals, X's and O's of football. Jim Trestle is one of the best college football coaches ever. So it's very rare you walk into those kind of situations of Urban Meyer walking into Ohio State, Lincoln Riley walking into Oklahoma, Kirby Smart walking into Georgia, or Les Miles walking into LSU, or even Ed Orgeron walking into following Les Miles. And I know Les wasn't Nick, but he had recruited well. What were you thinking? Yeah, so I was just looking at it. You know, Lincoln did walk into a good system, but the facts are the facts when it comes to he's got three Heismans under his name now. He's got Baker Mayfield, which he didn't recruit, but mm. he walked in on. He, yeah, I was about to say, you know, that, that was the Oklahoma program, but go ahead. Right, and then Kyler Murray after Bake. Yeah, he transferred from A&M. And then Caleb Williams. So you got three, no matter, it, obviously he did walk in on good programs, or, you know, Oklahoma was a good program. They were U- rolling. Yeah, USC not so much when he got in there. But he does have three Heismans under his name. So that's got to mean something when it comes down to the, you know, if he's a good coach or not. Like in the in the coaching battle or the discussion. That has to well, rocket him up somewhere. Here's what I'll say. When they when they join the Big Ten, it's going to be a different ballgame. Because oh, yeah. Ohio State can ball. Right. Michigan can ball. Penn State can play. Wisconsin can play. Yeah. And every now, you know, you can get an Iowa every now and then, and a yeah. I mean, you just got to have your guard up times ten in that league compared to the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that shouldn't be the case. You know, the the Pac-12 should should be a better conference because yes, the Big Ten was was slow to adapt, is still slow as a conference as a whole, but. Southern Cal will have to have their guard up. Even going into like Madison, Wisconsin, mid-October or mid-November. And and while Wisconsin doesn't recruit near where you do, they've, they've got that deal where they can beat you and they can, they can get after you. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Superior. Superior Foundation. So foundation issues are miserable. You know that and I know that. So whether you live in Bellhaven, or whether you live in Johnstone, or whether you live in Brandon, or whether you live in Pisgah, Superior Foundation, superior.ms, superior.ms. They'll take care of your foundation issues. Superior Foundation. Show's also presented by Madison Ridgeland Academy Football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. They're 1-0. They beat Park Lane last week by like several, three touchdowns or something, maybe a little more. And... um. They'll play again this weekend. So I don't even know who they play. I need to text Ross and see. So, uh, Jason, the fairy tale is over between Michael Orr and the Tuies. Are you upset? I, I just, I'm upset at how it's unfolding in the way of how, you know, it could have gone about a lot earlier rather than what he's doing now. But he has a case. Definitely has a case. If he if he didn't get paid, and he didn't use, you know, so, some stuff is coming out that he was not blackmailing, but kind of leveraging that against the twoies for years on. Like, yeah. hey, look, pay me fifteen million. I won't. Both are in the wrong. How was he not paid though? I don't know. How was he not paid? 
And the way he was portrayed in the movie is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. No, that... I mean, that's why I never jumped on that nonsense. Um, but it's a heavyweight fight now. And the breakup is done. It's like when you hear about a couple going hard at it for like 30 months in a divorce. Yeah. It's its own. Heavyweight fight. Uh, Tom Luganville coming up next. season let's go oh top five breakout wide receiver of 2023 elijah moore cleveland browns i bet deshaun watson and elijah moore can really create some um chemistry buzz he's a heck of a football player that is for sure, man. Jets did nothing with him, so here we go. He's now with the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland has talent. It's just they're they're in a stacked division, and the AFC is stacked. So we'll see what happens with uh, Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss and Deshaun Watson. And what about Dawson Knox, Jason, and Evan Ingram? Two tight ends. What are they going to do this year? You know, Evan... Couldn't get it going with the Giants, but who could during that time? And now was able to come back last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Trevor Lawrence, have a good year. And then Dawson's with the Bills. And, you know, they've been rolling lately. That's that's some skill players right there. Um, Elijah Moore now with the Cleveland Browns. Then you got Evan Ingram. And, and Dawson Knox. So we'll see what, what happens there. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the wonderful state of Mississippi. I did steal one of Jason's onion rings on Monday. I didn't even tell him about it till today. I went and picked up some burgers, blues, and barbecue uh, Jason got the Sonic Boom Burger, and uh, I got the Dirty Bird Wrap, but I went fried chicken. You can go grilled. And I substituted uh, for comeback sauce. I got a broccoli side. He got onion rings. So on the way back when I was driving back, I grabbed an onion ring. Do y'all think that that was inappropriate? You know, foul? I don't know. Um... I had to. I knew I didn't have onion rings as a side, so I had to have one right then and there. And it was delicious. Um, and then I went to, I was proud of myself, I went to Kroger on Monday morning. We had talked about Hardy, the country music singer. Some of you would say, you know, kind of his own genre. But uh, Hardy, who's from Philadelphia, Mississippi, and he is partnered with Bush Light. So on the way back from B3 Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, I picked up a 12-pack a of, of Bush Light just because I'd been talking about it all morning. I had no idea that many people go to the grocery store on Monday morning. It was about 11 a.m. It was a total Lululemon party throughout the store. 
Um, crazy. But uh, came back, took some pictures, and then we, uh, did we tweet it, Hardy? No, we tweeted it, Bush Light, and they actually commented back to us. So that's going to be one of our football beers for sure. And that is um, Bush Light. We're, we're efforting Tom Lugan, Bill. We got a new phone system put in yesterday, and it is not working for us. And uh, so we'll see how that looks. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, is brought to you by the Armory, Central Mississippi's number one source for top of the line, best in class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors, all at the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, in front of Kroger. And they make the suppressor buying process simple at the Armory. Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, in front of Kroger, across from Gateway Tire. And it's right down from Bulldog Burger. The Armory, Central Mississippi's number one source for top of the line, best in class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors. All right, best college football game to start off the year. You know it. I know it's LSU, Florida State. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm, I want a good game. LSU's better on paper. Florida State's better than they've been in a long time. Jimbo Fisher ruined that program. Um, he burnt it to the ground. Um, and then he left. And so now he's at A&M and trying to burn that to the ground. But Mike Norvell's built the, the Florida State program back. Now, Florida State can't afford to lose that game and then lose three weeks later to Clemson. So we'll see how that shakes out. I I think it could be a great game. Two really good quarterbacks, two good coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly and and Mike Norvell can flat out coach. They can. That's the big one. Now, Thursday night going into Labor Day weekend, what do we have? Florida at Utah. Billy Napier's second year, Florida at Utah. And I don't know why you scheduled that game. I know they played last year. Boy, Florida needs to start winning some games. Napier's a good coach. That's for sure. He can... He can that's the other one that's good. So we'll see how... How that looks. I know you're excited about Ole Miss and Mercer. And Mississippi State and Southeast Louisiana. Um, that's, that's what you got in Starkville and Oxford. Those games will be over probably first quarter, but let's go second quarter, worst, worst case scenario. Jason, you think Ole Miss wins by 40? I'm hoping so. I hope it's one of those uh, kind of scrimmage-looking games where, you know, they're just blowing them out. But I am I know you're not worried about the Ole Miss-Tulane game. I am I think that that's going to be a game. Oh, that's nonsense. That's people trying to get... If that's a game, then uh, people should storm the stadium the next week. I know it's at New Orleans, so it won't be involved Hemingway. Yeah. If that's a game then the staff has done an an incredibly poor job. 
Well, they already sold out of all of the Ole Miss tickets. Well, yeah, it's in the... New Orleans, man. It's a great place. To... Well, now they have... Okay. Ha- have you ever been on the Tulane campus? I have not. Okay, well, it's it's very cool. My aunt lived... Um, oh, gosh. A half a mile from there, Jason. And so when we would stay with her, we would go over to the Tulane campus. Plus, I met... Uh, is it Rick Dixon? We looked that up for me, Jason. He was... Uh, he was the Tulane AD right around 2006, somewhere in there. And but anyway, for is that right? Yeah, 2000 through 2015. Okay, at Tulane. Yeah, Rick's a great guy. I got to uh, meet with him in his office on the Tulane campus uh, several years ago. But first of all, it's very pretty uptown. And the next time you go to New Orleans, can I can I give you a hint for the rest of your life? Okay, yeah, I'll take get it. out of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. See, people think that's where you need to be. You don't. You want to be, you want to be in the warehouse district. You want to be midtown, and you want to be uptown. Um, and and so uptown is is by the river. It's great. It's it's where Carrollton and St. Charles collide, and that's where the juice is. Right. So my aunt lived on a on a street called Lower Line, which is right by Tulane, and great great restaurants all over. I mean, there's 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 dives and wonderful places to eat and celebrate life. Um, all around there. And, of course, St. Charles is what? At the right time of year, one of the prettiest streets in the world. Especially if you go, oh, gosh, Jason, after about December, sometimes you got to give them a few days. Sometimes it's not all up December 1. But if if you'll go, you and Miranda go after December 5th, it is, you know, jump in in an Uber and, and, Go all the way up and back, and you can have a beverage in the back. Yeah, and see all the lights on St. Charles. But Tulane now has an on-campus stadium. Is my point. And Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans went down to Tulane. I've said this for years. I do not understand why the athletic directors at Mississippi State and Ole Miss don't all. If you're going to have to play an away game, why you don't always play Tulane and never play Memphis. Yeah, okay. yeah, Memphis. But this is a great road game for Ole Miss fans. Obviously, the city gives you what? Amazing culture, culinary, you know, museums, um, the World War II museum. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Right. And um, the uh, there are some good restaurants in the quarter, but, but the culinary boom within the city, the buzz, it will be uh, Saints football time too so i highly recommend taking that road trip go down have a good time um all this nonsense about you know this should be a good game uh not if your programs run well if your programs not run well then you know then maybe it should be a good game but it but if your program is run well and you have good players this should not be a good game but it should be a fun weekend i mean Go down on Friday, hit it mid a- mid afternoon, bounce around Midtown and Uptown, and find some great places to eat, and then go to the game on Saturday, win by thirty, and enjoy. I don't even know what have they named a time for the Ole Miss two lane game? Not it is at two thirty, so at least we catch. 
you know, the the Cajuns at in the afternoon. What time is? I mean, uh, what's the name of the stadium? I, I wonder if they found. I can't remember. I did. When I met with Rick Dixon, the athletic director from 2000 to 2015, he did give me a tour of the their brand new baseball stadium at that time. It was nice. Yeah, I never knew then that, um, you know, because they were only, at that time, we were only six years removed from Andy Canizero and Jake Gotro playing on that College World Series um, in that two-lane program under Rick Jones and Gotro being a first-round New York Yankees pick. Yeah, it's the Yeoman. Yeoman Stadium. Okay. All or right. Yeoman or however, yeah. There's great bars and restaurants around there that you will thoroughly enjoy. You can explore for two days around the, the Tulane campus. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by I Care Professionals. I Care Professionals. And Dr. Kirk Jeffries, eye care professionals, if you need cataract surgery, you want to go to eye care professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries, Lakeland Drive, Jackson, Lakeland Drive, Flowood, Bell Mead. If you need cataract surgery, you want to go to eye care professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Um, let's drop. This is pretty good. Um, Zach Arnett was remembering Coach Mike Leach, who passed away last December. And we've got some some good audio from the head football coach for Mississippi State. Man, he's got Southeast Louisiana and Arizona to get over the learning curve of a first-year head coach. And then he's got LSU, top five recruiter at home, at South Carolina, number 20 recruiter on the road. And Alabama, number tied for number one with Georgia, recruiter at home. Hello and welcome to the SEC. This is Zach Arnett remembering Coach Leach. You know, you work year-round for only 12 guaranteed opportunities, and, and there's Coach Leach across sitting in his locker, and he's got a set of headphones in. He's, he's doing Spanish lessons on his phone. Uh, and so that, is, that, is, that had a good effect at kind of calming the nerves on everyone, everyone in, the, in the locker room. I bet it did. Spanish lessons. Yeah, so we've heard that story before, <laughs> right, about Leach and the fact that he was always trying to – this goes back to Washington State, by the way. So it gives us hope because Leach was on the spectrum, and I'm talking all out high IQ and brilliant. Um, and again, all you had to do is spend a few minutes with him one-on-one, and you understood kind of where he was operating. Um, but nothing like uh, a little Rosetta Stone – before getting ready for a big SEC matchup, right? That's got to clear your mind. Little reset button. I agree. Right before you play <laughs> Auburn or A and M or Ole Miss or Arkansas or any of the teams, you know, I hope that uh, I hope Mississippi State fans really understand what an anomaly last year was. And, and by the way, you had any time you win nine games in Starkville and Oxford, it's a massive, massive year. Yeah. It's a huge year. Do you realize that you want, this is how good Mike Leach is. This is kind of how you can't really put a finger on it. You can't really describe it. 
Last year, Mike Leach's offense finished 71st in offensive scoring efficiency. Zach Arnett's defense finished 72nd. And they beat Arizona, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Illinois. It's a lot of Power 5 W's. Jeez. Is that a lot of Power 5 W's for Starkville, Oxford, Fayetteville, or Columbia-type programs? It is. Go back and look yeah. the last 30 years. How many times those teams have won six Power 5 games? Or however many I just ripped off. You can't explain it. I was I was demanding and pushing Dave Bartu to be able to explain to me how that team went eight and four in the regular season and won a bowl game without their head coach and going nine and four, and they couldn't explain it. He he couldn't explain it. You finished seventy first in offensive scoring efficiency and seventy second in defensive scoring efficiency. In other words, you weren't awful. But you weren't good. You had no special player that tilted the field, which I actually believe that you do this year. I actually believe that you have a couple of guys that could be tilt-the-field type players, which is what you want when you're playing high school football, college football, NFL. I don't think you had one. You had some good players. Was Emmanuel Forbes good? Absolutely. Will Rogers? Yes. Bookie, yes. But like tilt the field, impose their will, win you a game, Willie Gay, Nick Fitzgerald type players, Jason for Ole Miss, uh, Matt Corral, Sam Williams type. No. You finished 71st and 72nd in offensive and defensive scoring efficiency. And, and in the toughest division, by the way, by miles and miles that State and Ole Miss play in, it's the toughest division in college football by a thousand miles. It's not close. The East, the East is not close, and the Big Ten East is not close. Not close. So you weren't you weren't bad. You were just like pretty good. Is that fair? Yeah. Pretty good on offense, pretty good on defense. Right? And you won so you can't explain Mike Leach. My, that's my point. It's his True. it's his genius. But it's also the fact that you were committed to throwing the football. I hate to tell everybody. I mean, the running the football thing is fine. You're going to get stopped on three and outs either way at State and Ole Miss and Arkansas and South Carolina type programs. However it looks, whether it's throwing the football or running the football. But over time, you know what you have to do? You have to stretch the field and throw the football because you're not as talented as a lot of the other. You're talented. Mississippi State and Ole Miss, I think some people take this the wrong way. MSU and Ole Miss have some serious athletes. Dart and Will can play, among many others. Jordan Watkins can play. Tulu can play. Quinshawn's one of the top four running backs in the country. I think Xavion Thomas and Tulu, that combo could be filthy. Filthy. And they're actually going to play them. You know, Steve Spurrier Jr. did not believe in playing the best players at wide receiver and slot. And Mike was at a point in his life, and I love Mike Leach, but Mike was at a point in his life where he just wasn't going to take that much of a stand and make it happen. It's just the way, you know, Mike was a 
a little aloof and, and so on. But his genius, I just told you, you were like solid plus to pretty good on offense and defense. And you beat Arizona, Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. And Illinois. That's, I, I can't explain it. Like, I understand a couple of years ago why Ole Miss won. Matt Corral was a top, some people would argue with me, so I'll, I won't say top five, but top ten quarterback in the country. Super playmaker. Had Elijah Moore, who's an NFL dude, and had a bunch of other skilled people, and Sam Williams, who is on the Dallas Cowboys. Mississippi State, although some good players. Now, this year, I think for the first time since 2019, you have some guys who could tilt the field. Xavion, the buzz out of out of camp on Xavion Thomas is pretty pretty strong. Um, Mississippi State hasn't had this kind of group of talented wide receivers. It was Xavion Thomas and Tulu Griffin and um, Justin Robinson. Maybe one or two more in either forever or ever. Right? It's usually the other teams that we talk about. They'll, Marks and the others at r- running back will be fine. You got Will Rogers, who's played over 30 games as a starter. That's incredible. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of, that's a, he's been on the road at Ole Miss and won, on the road at AM and won, on the road at Auburn and won, on the road at Arizona when his team. And I don't think the staff was focused and won. I mean, that was a sloppy-doppy game last year, right? I mean, that was not buttoned-up football. Now, maybe it was they weren't interested. They're in Tucson, Arizona. The game didn't start till blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, are we going to make excuses or play ball? So, now, they, they, they were opportunistic on special teams. And then you felt like Forbes scored like every third game at corner. Maybe that's it. Bartu says turnovers don't transfer year to year. You know, every now and then State and Ole Miss will have this team that creates a bunch of turnovers. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't transfer year to year. That just kind of happens every now and then in the world of this weird shaped football. But you can't rely on that. It, it's like Cowboys fans talking about Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna, get, he's gonna have seven interceptions in the first six games. This year. He's not, not the defense is incredible. The Cowboys have a great defense. I don't know if they have a great defense. I, the Seahawks, Ravens, some of the other teams, but I think that they have a good defense. I think it's a difference. Yeah. Um, yes, I love Micah. Yes, they have cool uniforms. Yes, they play in all the big-time slots. And yes, everybody wants to give anybody credit within the world of the Dallas Cowboys other than Dak. So we say that this defense is great. Um, I think it's good. I still think you could have... I know they did add a piece on the D-line, but um, we'll see. Boy, I just did a hard pivot for Mike Leach winning eight or nine games, however you want to run the numbers, to Jason throwing out that uh, the Cowboys are stacked on the, on the defensive side of the football. And they did make a, uh, you know, a nice addition in free agency. Big name, right? Gilmore? Yeah. I mean, that's good. He's a veteran. Yeah, good veteran. But 11th season. 
a lot of wear and tear on those ankles, knees, and hips. But he may have a little more. He may have a little more fuel in the tank. Good morning, welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Hey, don't forget about Drago's and those charbroiled oysters. Oh man, a little seafood gumbo, charbroiled oysters. Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar on County Line Road on the property of the full-service Hilton Jackson. Good morning. Welcome into the Out of Bounds Show.